Welcome to episode number 103, Counting on You. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Goose, Heck, and Gabe. That's right, folks. Episode 103, Counting on You. In this episode, the crew talks about their thoughts on being a reliable person. We cover topics that range from our dependence, beliefs, support, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Tim Schafer and Roy Smith. If you're new, guys, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. We like to kick things off with a definition from dictionary.com, and we define the word depend. They defined it as to rely, place trust, usually followed by, on, or upon. All right, we like to kick things off with a story, and I actually got this little quick blurb uh, from PickTheBrain.com titled, Five Proactive Ways to Be a Dependable Person. Again, the title is counting on you, so I figured this was a good. Um, so number one, they say, assume responsibilities. Don't wait for someone to approach you and hand you tasks. Take the initiative to learn what you can to help and volunteer to do it. It's necessary that you know your strengths so you'll have a clear idea what you can contribute to the group. When in a team project and no one is giving you anything to do, just don't sit around, but find what you can do to help. There will always be people who like to do everything and leave nothing for others, but prove to them that your set of skills can measure up to their standards. Um, Yeah, that makes sense. Being a dependable person, you have to assume responsibilities, right? Um, kind of like taking it on, um, uh, being not just reliable, but being someone who's willing to, who cares and wants to, I guess, provide in, you know, sharing responsibility or the role of and participation. Number two, live up to your promises. Make sure to always deliver on your promises. If you set a deadline for yourself, then try to meet it no matter what. It's empty promises that can make people not trust your words. While it's necessary to know your strengths, it's also important to be aware of your weaknesses. Don't take too much on your plate or you'll end up backtracking what you've said you'll do. Even And even if asking to help may not be your cup of tea, it's better than not being able to live up to your words. Um, obviously, that's huge. So living up to your promises... Um, we encounter people all the time. I mean, it's crazy because you grow up with people like as kids and you don't know this kind of thing. Mm. You're just kind of like, whatever it's like, it is what it is. Um, I remember like the first time someone didn't return my call and I couldn't believe they didn't return my call. (laughs) And I was just like, literally like dumbfounded. I'm like, I don't understand. Like if someone called me, I would call them back. Yeah. That's how like, I don't know if it's like naive or just like, just how old old were you at that? I don't to know. think that probably like 12 13 okay it's just i don't know it was just bizarre like i just it, at that point right right sure. looking back at it now obviously it's super funny but um i just anytime someone reached out to me i always you so always, i yeah. expected the same in return sure that was like one of my first lessons realizing like people don't operate all the same clearly sure. right exactly um 
or if you say you're going to be at my house and you never showed up and I'm literally sitting there waiting. Um, I know grown people who say, oh, I'll be over or, yeah, let's do something and then just never follow through with whatever they're saying. It's just that is still bizarre. <laughs> that, I still can't. Because as a grown person, you should be able to like, nah, like you should have do whatever like the – to say what you mean, like not yeah, to say, to say no, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm tired. I'm not going out. I don't, I don't feel like, like hanging out tonight. Just don't say yeah, I'm going to hang out, and then just don't show don't up. Show up yeah. Like, okay, yeah, no, like no, basically no, no call, no show, no nothing. Like they just no, they tell you they're going to hang out or whatever. I keep saying or, hang right. out or do something. They tell you they're going to do something. They just don't do it. Don't come through. But it's like all right. So for example, if I need to help moving something, like I had this huge piano and I needed three people, right? And I reach out. And everyone's like, all right, yeah, yeah, I'll be over. What time? I say one o'clock. And like a person just never shows up. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's not that you're not helping me. It's not that you're just not showing up. It's the fact that I don't even know what's going on because you're not communicating that. Sure. Um, Well, anyway, we'll, we'll dive more into that kind of stuff. Um, But yeah, live up to your promises. That's not even a promise. Live up to your word. Sure. Um, Yeah. Number three, step up to the challenge. When no one else wants to do the dirty work, pull up your sleeves and take on the challenge. Don't be afraid to go out of your comfort zone because only then will you be able to know your limits. If you're afraid that it's far from the usual things you do, then think of it as a learning experience. Um, You won't experience growth if you keep on doing the same things and not shaking things up. Besides, wouldn't it be impressive if you managed to accomplish something deemed impossible or difficult by others? I mean, I guess, I don't know what, if that necessarily means that you're not dependable if you don't step up, to quote, to the challenge. You know what I'm saying? Um, I do see, like, stepping up to the challenge. I agree people, we should step up to challenges, but I'm not so sure. Uh, I, I'm probably missing something here, but I'm not sure if that has to do with being a dependable person. Um, number four. Own up to your mistakes. One thing one thing that's difficult for many is to have accountability. But only when you know how to take responsibility for your actions will you manage to gain someone's respect. Don't beat yourself up too much when you commit mistakes because everyone does it too. However, learn to accept the consequences of your actions and don't find something or someone else to blame. Instead, learn how the mistake can change you for the better and let it be a lesson for next time. The important thing is that you try, and if you have, and if you may have failed, at least you acknowledge it instead of denying that your actions lead to a mistake. Um, own up to your mistakes. Yeah, I mean, that that makes sense to me. Because here, here's the thing: it's like people who just deny that you know what they did was wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then don't reward yourself when what you did was right. What? Say it again. So there. Like you have to have the contrast. You can't be you can you can't be someone who just like wants to take credit for when something's awesome. Okay. You have sure. to also be the person who has to also take the credit or fault, whatever you want to sure. call it, for when something went downhill. Good or bad, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. To me, that's the dependable person. Sure. I can't I can't depend on somebody who's flaky when everything went south. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But is super confident when everything's going good. Yeah. yeah. Like you have to be <laughs> steadfast. Like you have to be in the middle, like you can't be too high, you can't be too low. You have to be bam, right there in the middle. Like I want you to get excited if something great happened, but you can't get too low if, if things hit the fan. You know, when things hit the yeah, fan. Absolutely. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. To be a ghost when like Yeah. When stuff's happening. But wrong. you also have to be like, yo, like I messed up. I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, yeah. 
that people respect that more than you just like Absolutely. running away from your problems or not admitting when clearly you're wrong. And number five, be resourceful. Squeeze out all the creative juice you can manage and be the hero in sticky situations. Resourcefulness is a quality anyone can appreciate knowing that you're someone who can figure out a solution for impossible situations can definitely earn you some cookie points. Be innovative. Be ingenious. Uh, the crazier, the better. Be the person with all the solutions in dire situations. Of course, it's easier said than done, but knowing how to think out of the box can help the process. Dependability is a trait one wants to say they possess, but we all know it's less about wishing it to come true and more on making it happen. Yeah. What, what is uh, Rob Deerdeck? What's Rob Deerdeck's thing? Oh, man. I forget, but he has a saying like there, you know, there's no such thing as luck, kind of thing. Okay. Um, it's all or, or a message. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, and I believe that too. It's either, it's your thoughts, your your actions, your emotion, all that coming in together. Gonna, there's no we last week attitude I, and all. Yeah. Um, I don't believe in coincidence. The word that never even existed or just doesn't exist in the Bible. So, okay. So then define hmm. coincidence. Right. Things basically coming together in a either haphazard way or just by chance. Yeah, it's just stuff happening just randomly. Happenstance. Right, exactly. And if that's not in the Bible, for me, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Um, that's just a word. Say It's just like luck. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know. It, it, is there? I, I, I don't know, to be honest with you, but I, I favor on the side that there isn't. I think things just happen just as much to say that Miracles happen. Sure, and, and you know what I'm saying, and it's I not think luck. Luck is perception. Is is yeah. how you, how you think about the situation just happened. Like, oh, I'm right. always, good things always happen to me. You can always have the balance of crappy things are happening too, but you just don't pay as much attention to those things. Right. Well, okay. So then, yeah. So if there's is like, oh, that's my luck. When people say that, right? People say that all the time, right? Mm-hmm. But when you know, as much as you got to think, whatever, like there's cause and effect. So if there if someone has that much if that much that many things go wrong in your life yeah. that means either you or someone else always has something going right in their life right yeah. that doesn't even make sense yeah there, there's no balance there right like there, like literally there has there's cause and effect you can't just always have a bad terrible life yeah exactly like yeah. good things happen to you your perception might be that you have a terrible life right. that's your perception. That doesn't mean that that's what you actually have. And then compare it to whom? Your life, what you think stinks, someone else could like praise. Yeah, absolutely. And that's their dream life. All right, so uh, (laughs) we'll jump right into it. First question. Are you a reliable person? I try to be. Yeah. I think that's the goal, right? That's the goal. Like, I don't try to be unreliable. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me, I'm totally unavailable. Um, Uh, I I don't want to help. I'm just going to accept things and just not do them. Be unreliable purpose. Um, Yeah, I think deep down inside, people mean well. Like, all people mean well. Mm -hmm. How they come off is a whole other thing. But I do genuinely feel like people want to be loved and want to do well. But things happen and, you know, obviously their actions might say something totally different. Yeah. Whatever. But... 
I think if you had a decision and someone's like, do you want to be a reliable person? Or do you want to be an unreliable person? I would say 99% of people would say, I want to be a reliable person. Mm-hmm. Right. What actually unfolds, that's a whole other beast. But yeah. I'm saying like, if you chose, uh, let me be unreliable versus reliable. Mm-hmm. You're going to say reliable, right? Yeah. So I think people's intentions are one thing. How they approach life can be totally different. Sure. How yeah. they follow through with it is right. completely on them. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because I was thinking, like, you could constantly, like, oh, yeah, I'll be there. But, like, or they give the impression that, like, oh, they're never going to come through. So you stop asking them to help you with things, whatever. Right. So, so if you're a reliable person, can people trust and depend on you? I would, ho- sure. I would hope I would, so. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So being part, so a part of being like, a reliable person. I think they is, go hand in hand. They have to. Right. So part of being a reliable person has to be someone who's trustworthy. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, someone that people can count on, so to speak. Sure. Like in the beginning, you can give the benefit of the doubt. Like if you don't have that close relationship, but yeah, but eventually you get to the. Well, like building the rapport. Yeah. Yes. That that is tough. That is tough. But the first shot you do get, what are you doing? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Because you now you're setting the tone. You know what I mean? You're setting a tone for that you and that person's relationship yeah, forever. Absolutely. Yeah. Yo, I remember the one time that, you know, I needed this dude and I asked for his help and he said he'll be there and he never showed up. Yeah. Right? So now that's will always it's be always in that first, person's mind. Yes. Right. Forever. That's even like, uh, you know, you, you just for the benefit of that, you want to ask for their help and you're like, he ain't coming. Yeah. Like already, you already know that what's going to happen, but you just still put it out there. Now, here's or the thing for, some, for someone who, uh, you can be reliable, but you can be... Um, like a really bad reliable person. And here's what I mean. So like you can always be there for somebody but always also throw it in their face. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So like you're a reliable Big person yeah. but every time I ask you something you're always there but you make it known that you did yeah. me a favor. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's so it's like worst. what happens? Yeah. I'm better off never asking you for anything yeah. or yeah. for any help because you're there and I'll give you that you're dependable, but when it comes to, you know, just act, you're doing it, I feel like, out of selfishness or sure. out of just... For recognition. Um, yes, and not yeah. because you're really truly trying to help. Mm-hmm. And that's okay for the first time. Sure. And if I didn't know that's how you are, fair enough. But if it's done again or it's done over and over, if you're that person, I mean, I mean, really think about that. You're, you're not necessarily, you're not reliable... You're not trustworthy emotionally, or um, you know, you know, in the sense of outside of physically being there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, you're physically available, but not emotionally, and yeah. it makes it very. It almost makes it the two have to go together. Sure, right. absolutely. Um, I feel like reliable people are all there because they truly are. They truly want to be, and that's what makes you a reliable, dependable person, mm. trustworthy person. Because that's within you. That's who you are. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's who you want to be. But then you have a person who's like, you ask for help, and they'll freak it. They'll drag you through hell. They'll help. They're helping you, but it's like, oh my gosh, man, it's inconvenient. I was just on my way home. I just wanted to relax. Now I got to help you fix a flat. <laughs> Or it's man, it's the worst. or it's the other one where they'll help you, but you gotta help me back too. Like yes. it's kind of like a they kind of keep it oh, written yeah. in a book. Oh, oh yeah, remember two months known. ago I helped you did this. All I'm saying is while I'm helping you do this, you you guys are gonna help me do X Y and Z. Yeah. I know that very familiar. Yeah. Um, and guess what? I never asked for that person's <laughs> help ever again. I'm 
on everything. I'm not exaggerating yeah. either. And if or someone else might have asked them, you know, for help or whatever, but never. And when it came to be my turn, I did not ask for that help. Sure. I don't want the help. Um, not that kind. Mm-hmm. All right. So how does communication relate to being dependable? So it kind of goes back to what we we're saying before, right? Like if you say you're gonna be somewhere, and let's just say you're running late, mm-hmm. communication in effect, yeah. send an email, sure. send a text, whatever, call, yo, I'm running five minutes behind, boom, boom. You're late, and you're not, you know, what life happened for whatever reason, why you're sure. not gonna be on the on time, which someone would say, okay, that's not you know reliable, dependable person. However, you can intercept that judgment by then making up for it with a phone call or a text like yo i'm gonna be five minutes late i'll be 10 minutes late whatever absolutely i stuck in traffic whatever now here's a here's the thing with that you can't always be 15 minutes late sure now (laughs) you're not a reliable person no matter even if you are saying sending that text or making that phone call every time we have a meeting you can't always be 15 minutes late and say i'm stuck in traffic because then you as the person asking that person you're gonna compensate for that 15 minutes or whatever it is that amount of time that's always late so you're gonna say oh be here so some time but you're gonna actually tell them 20 minutes earlier because well yeah i mean your accountability shot mm-hmm. too i mean if you're someone who's always late for everything fair sure but if i had if we set something up and you're always late for that yeah, i yeah. i can't dude me personally i can't depend on you yeah because i don't know what you're you're wishy-washy sure that's like people at people not my job per se but like people at their jobs yeah, you, know, you see people coming in. You start every day at nine o'clock. Why are you leaving your house at eight forty-five to get to work? You know there's traffic. You know every day is a new day. There's something to come. So I mean, I understand. Like Jim was saying, the first time is acceptable kind of thing. But now it's like, all right. So now you're two, three times a week. What's what I'm saying? Like if you're someone who's always late to stuff, that's it. That has nothing to do with life. That has everything to do with you. You as you a person, you can't always yeah. be late for stuff. That's just mm-hmm. not how this works. It's not. It's not believable. Um, right, and that, and the best is when it turns around on them. When someone's late for them, sure, it's the end of the world. Oh yeah, it's the end of the world. Oh man, they're late. Oh, I can't believe it came late, or I can't believe it this. Well, dude, it's just coming back around for all your sure. tardiness. You know, it's coming. It's it's unreliable. So how do you expect something to be reliable for you? Do you respect other people's time? Absolutely, I do. If you have respect for that person, you should. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. I I do. Um. I feel like I also feel like we say we do too, but we not always. Mm-hmm. I feel like the idea and the concept of saying, "Yeah, I'm reliable. Yeah, I respect people's time." I think we think I think we think we are that way all the time, but we're not. Yeah. yeah, right. Like it's a great thing to say, like, "Yeah, I respect people's time," but are you actually respecting people's time? Sure. I think like ninety five percent of the time, yes. But I know people who literally go out of their way. To not mess up your time in a respectable way. Hmm. Like, I had people com- communicate with me that something's not happening, they're gonna be late, whatever, we can't make this happen on a very, like, plenty of time warning, all kinds okay. of stuff. And I'm not talking about emergencies, obviously, crazy things okay. happen in life, right? Sure. I'm talking about, like, you just felt that that person's compassion they genuinely cared yeah. and respected you yeah. and your time like yo I'm so sorry da, 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 da. right um but respecting someone's time isn't necessarily you being there and being on time right 
that can also mean you wasting their time while you're there. Like you could have showed up. Okay, for example, like if I had, if I had, if I was a boss and I gave uh, like a staff member an assignment, right? Mm. I said you got to be here at eight o'clock and you have to come with a book report, right? Mm. On X, Y, and Z book. The person shows up on time. They're there at seven forty-five, but they don't have no book report. Mm. So you respected my time in what? In the actual aspect of the, figuratively speaking, Physical like time. the actual time? <laughs> the actual time is supposed to be happening. Didn't, but you didn't wasted my time by even meeting up with me because yeah. you have nothing, you know, no nothing content. Nothing to show for, yeah. Right. So you could have that as well. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Like the actual time, like right now it's 8 o'clock. Like you kept the appointment, but there was nothing right. else beyond, behind right. that. Beyond Just that. Just one productivity. Right. How do you manage your commitments? Like so, like, if you're a reliable like, person, right, you, sh- you show up the stuff on time. So, how do you okay. manage your commitments? Like, okay, for example, we committed to be uh, pre-T-ball uh, coaches, right? Right. This year specifically, I stepped down from being head coach because I didn't want to, quote, commit to something that I couldn't hold my end on. Right. I've been there every single one, right? Mm. But just in case I couldn't, I made sure that was up front. So I don't want to say like, yo, I'm going to be there. I'll give coach. Yeah, whatever it is, what it is. To me, that's someone who you just don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And if me as a person, I respect people's time because I know all that comes back to me. Right. And the law of attraction, karma, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Whatever I say, like whatever I do to somebody, if I rob somebody down the lane, someone's going to rob me and I know I'm not going to know it's coming in that sense. Right. Yeah. Like, me, I could physically, like, mug you, rob you, take your wallet, and go spend your money, right? Then someone else doesn't mean that someone's going to rob me in the same manner. Yeah. But it can mean someone could rob me where I got gypped on buying a car off, of, and I lost five grand not realizing down the street I could have bought the same car for the same mile, the same everything for $5,000 cheaper. You got robbed. You got got, yeah. right? So it's kind of like that same thing. People think that it's literal, like... It's yeah, not literal. It's not pound for pound. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's pound for pound. It's not literal though. Yeah. Right? Like boxers. Boxers are pound for pound, right? You're, you're 142 pound, 142 pound. Do they look the same? No. Their body types are somewhat the same, mm-hmm. but the way they fight, the style, how they hit you, their approach, boom, 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 boom. Totally different. Mm. Right? Some of them even have more power. And they're the same weight. You're like, right. how's that how, yeah. how's that possible? They know how to utilize what they got. Yeah. Right, so you're still getting hit with that 145 pound lie, just in a different way. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but anyway, managing your commitment to saying like, okay, everyone, anyone who has a job and shows up on time, that's managing a commitment. Like you committed yeah. to this job. A lot of people sign contracts, athletes, mm-hmm. you know, people, you know, of you know, hours you know, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like that's part of the job description. Like, you know. You ha- if you're if you're if you're not a business owner if you're not like someone who owns their own stuff entrepreneur whatever, um, even as a volunteer, mm. right? Like you should be showing up. You committed to it. it has nothing to do with pay. It has nothing to do with making money, right? Because you can volunteer. What's the point of you volunteering for something for an event that started at ten a.m. and you show up at noon? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With no excuse, like that's just when you showed up, like, dude, count. you're not helping me. Like, this is that, that's worse actually, because I Make depended on you yeah. for your help. Yeah, right. Two hours late. So it's like a priority thing too, but that has nothing to do with making money. No, exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like people think it, it, 
not just getting stuck on it's just an income thing or a money making thing and that's what I guess that if you're making money that's what gives it more of an incentive to oh let's show up on time but then people think like oh you're just doing it out of the kindness of the heart then they show up whenever mm-hmm. or, yeah and, he, and then even it becomes, take it literal like yeah, it becomes lackadaisical you, you start dating a girl and you tell her alright um, let's go grab dinner mm. and then after dinner like there's whatever let's go watch like a comedy stand up comedy like a little event whatever down the city okay if the stand up comedy event starts at 10 whatever that means I'm more than likely gonna probably scoop you up around 7.30 ish yeah. 8 o'clock I need time well we need time to go to the restaurant or if I made reservations yeah. then I fall behind on that then this is what I mean. This one, it kind of like it's like that domino effect. Yes. If you mess up on picking that person up late or on time, I mean, that pushes that whole thing 15, 20 minutes behind. Right. Then by the t- now you miss the whole beginning of this show, whatever. And it just keeps yeah, going. That's absolutely. a very simple example. Sure. But that's how life works. Yes. When you could have, if you're just on time, everything could have literally worked out. Because usually you already plan for some unforeseen for to some respect. Right. So yeah, you already well yeah, and I'm not talking about freakish stuff. No, like, no, no, a of car accident. Like, I stuff. get all that stuff. I'm just saying, like on a normal, like, like basic, yeah, yeah, traffic and stuff like that. Right. Um, I don't know. It's, it's definitely interesting. Do you respond to email slash text quickly? Um, so this is all be this all goes around. You know, they're counting on you. So people are counting sure. on you to be the person that you're saying you are. Now this is this is situational. It depends. Right, like it depends on what kind of text, right. right? So if someone's texting you about something very important, or you see a name, like oh wow, this person doesn't abuse my time. Same thing can happen with text, social media. Are you wasting people's time? Are you just posting nonsense? Are you yeah. emailing nonsense? Are you text messaging people a bunch of junk? Because then that's when stuff starts to get ignored. When there's 500 messages of just stuff, yeah, that, that person's not going to care to read it. Sure, or yeah. respond quickly. like, And then you don't even give them time to respond either. It's all this happened <laughs> between a minute and a half. And all I did was walk away from my desk and came back within 10 minutes. And I have 152 text messages. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, I'm not even they talking ask about... They a question on top about, of a question on top of a question. Yeah. So what do you think? And then... Yeah, and I'm not even talking about group text. I'm talking about like a person's texting. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what in the world, dude? But, it's a yeah, waste of time. But there's a, you know, a lot of what you said, like, you give, like, no time to actually respond. Because I have somebody, like, I work with, like, who will send you an email to actually do something. And then literally, like, two seconds later, walk over to actually in person after they emailed you, like... Did you read my email? Put, Are you going to respond? <laughs> oh, dude. There's one thing with email that drives me nuts. Is when someone asks me if I read their email. I'm like, dude, could you could you not ask me that? Like, I'm serious. If I read your email, I would have... Especially if you know if you know me as a person anyway, yeah, yeah. I'm re- I res- I'm responsive. Yeah, so it's like yeah, b- yeah, because the world stops when you specifically send me an email. Like I I'll get to it. I don't stare at my screen. Yeah. But here's the thing: when I send an email, you don't read it. You bring a problem to me that was answered in that email that I sent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that is mean, the reason why yeah. it's annoying. Yeah, yeah. It's like d- you keep your email open. If you're if you're gonna be like that, sure. Then you have to be like that with yourself. Don't be like that with just me. Yeah, exactly. Be or it's a two way yeah. street with that. Yeah, that does drive me nuts. Like people with their emails. Your email. If you're at work and you're working, and email is part of your 
not job duties, but it's part of your daily. Yes. Keep your email open. I see people have their emails closed, and then they check it, boom, 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 like and they close it emails. out. I'm oh, like, why, yeah. why are you closing out your email? Leave it open because stuff come in through the email. Like, yeah, you're getting a response back, or or somebody needs to get get a hold of you or something, or you can see something that pops up. Like, why yeah, are you closing you your email? Close quick. your email when you're done for the day. Like, that's something, I don't know, that drives me nuts, especially work-related. Like, my home, my, my personal email address... I look at it. I respond if it's something of importance, but for the most part, it's junk email. Yeah, so yeah. I pay no mind to it. So yeah, like I went to a store, I bought something. They said, "Oh, What's we sent we sent our email or our we sent your receipt through your email." Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, okay." So I put it in. You know, you sent me my receipt, but every day you sent me five freaking emails junk. of all your sales yeah. that you have. Fifty percent off this, bogo that. Yeah. yeah. You're in luck. I stopped that, dude. I can't. Oh that. no. And now man. I just I know. And I get, when I go to the store, I just get the paper receipt. Forget Unreal. that. Forget the email. Just can't your email. Yeah. Dude, that's that's legit spam. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's legit spam. That's you what? asked me if I wanted my e- your email for a receipt, and then you start bombing me with promotions. Like yeah. that's literally spam. And that's what like I would have. Like, I didn't have, ask for that. I always have one email just for when I buy stuff. Yeah. Just to give oh, that out. Like a junkie. Junkie. Essentially, email. I mean, I use it for other stuff. Gamebuystuffs at gmail dot com. So the worst also is like, you know how like when you respond to text messages, and. That person sends you a message, and you respond right back to them. But then it's like boom, like, see yeah, that. Like you, yeah, you were like, all right, I just responded back to you because you asked me something, and you don't respond till three hours later. Like you know how I am <laughs> when I when it comes to like messaging you or whatever the case may be. Like answer back. Yeah, answer back. Well, I mean, you you, but you just walked away from it. Well, I don't get yeah. it. Just do my I don't get it. In the trash. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, dude, life happens too. Absolutely, but if sure. you're oh, if you're a person who always does that, that's when it becomes annoying. Because yeah. you could be like in the middle of texting somebody and then get in in the middle of doing something. Like your kid could be, I go to the bathroom. Like anything yes. could happen. So your face is not just in your in phone, your phone. Sure. right? Um, but if it's habitual, then it's different. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's just the same thing with being late. Sure, like you could be late yeah, this correct, you know a couple yeah. times, but you can't always be late. Now you know you're ridiculous. Or die. Um, do you fix your mistakes timely? I'm going to say for myself, I try to. Sure. Um, it's something I learned really fast uh, in my career. It's like, handle the situations now. Because you can't go like, like let it get out of hand. Yeah, well, then right, it gets okay. hairy. Then all of a sudden you forget because your day's so busy. Then you get questions like, oh, you know, like three days later, you completely yeah. forgot. Yeah. Is this handled? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh. Yeah. yeah, and you're playing catch up with yourself to all right. Yeah. What exactly happened again? What was the you situation? have to you have to prioritize them. Yeah, like what's super important. I get that, but you you should also answer you answer that stuff timely. Sure, because there's nothing worse than being caught. Yeah, in Absolutely. the act of like, never taking action on something that should have been done. You right, really should have yeah. been. That's your job, kind of thing. Um, that's a that's a tough one. Um. All right, so what? So what about you know a little bit of dad life here? Um, do you keep your word slash promises with your family? Well, with me, I try to. I have so many kids, and they're always asking for stuff or wanting me to do stuff with them. And then next, you know, it's like I get pulled over this way, or I get pulled over that way. So I try to keep up with them, and try to keep my word with them, so that they know it's not like, uh, yeah, daddy's just bullcrapping us again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I try to keep up with them. You know, if I say I'm going to do it. 
try to keep up and trust me they remind you also so yeah, yeah they yeah, remind sure. you over and over and over again which drives me off the wall and then makes me not want to do it right <laughs> just because they're not just let it go i got it yeah but yeah for the most part i try to yeah kids will definitely hold you to it <laughs> yeah um it depends on the kid but it also depends on you if you always never show up or if you yeah. always never there, like, they expect that, so they're not going to bring it up. Like, well, whatever. It is what I expect yeah. anyway. This guy's a piece of it's shit. Nothing no, new. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, but in all seriousness, I think that that's, like, that's just one of those things where it's, um, w- w- with the following question, how can you teach your kids uh, to be dependable? Um, I think it's 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 an action thing. It's it's what they see. Because yes. a lot of times, you know, how, like kids' vocabulary is is much more limited than one as an adult. Mm. For the most part, again, genuine, generally sure. speaking, a lot of times they can't express themselves through words, particularly what they're thinking. Yeah. They, they, they end up doing it through action. So they start crying. They start you know yeah. getting in a mood swing. They turn their back on you. All this mm. kind of things, but expressing themselves. So that basically, that's part of their language, yeah. right? So then, that's how they easily understand. I'm not saying that they don't understand when you talk to them and explain things, but they easily understand when you're showing them. Yeah. It's when you actually doing it on a consistent, persistent basis on a daily basis that this is who that person is, and I know that because he shows me every single day, mm. not because mm. he tells me every single day. Right, because a lot of times words can just like go literally one ear out the other, right? And it's just like it's just words. But if I told you I work out every single day, right? I mean, you got to work out. It's it's for your health. Like work out every single day. You like you have to. And I tell you, mm. versus you go into my garage every single morning and I'm on a bench press or whatever. I'm yeah. working out. Totally different. I don't have to say nothing. Our dad was like that, mm. right? A man of not that many words outside of socializing. Mm-hmm. But when it came to work and it came to his work ethic and the person who he was, he did everything. A lot A lot of it was just through his actions. Just what he did. That's where a lot of our learn. Like, if someone's like, yo, what was the biggest thing your dad ever told you? He's like, the biggest thing my dad ever done was really showed me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He showed me how to love. He showed me how, he showed me how to respect people. He showed me how to work. He showed me how to earn for everything for what I have. He showed he could he, dude, someone could tell me all that. That all these books are telling me all these things. Mm. Right? The most impactful thing is when you're shown in it, when you have an example. That's when the title of this is called it you know counting on you. They they want to see you do it, then they're tired of you yelling at them about everything. Are you also doing it? Cuz one day you're going to get called out on this stuff. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Right? And then that day when you get called out what happens? You you have a lifetime of being a father, and all of a sudden you have zero respect. Right? It gets rescinded. All that, everything you did. What do they say? You know, lifetime to build a reputation and whatever. I forget what the thing is called. I don't think it's reputation. But anyway, it takes a second to ruin. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but kind of Manny was talking about that last week too. Was like with like because the son he used to take him out to like the backyard or something like after a while he stopped asking TJ about it and they after a while he TJ just started joining him because he just kept going out like, right working out in the backyard whatever he said it yeah 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 I mean it's I mean eventually right the kills will pick up and then you have conversations and they ask you more deep things sure but if you can't show them on the most basic level right yeah you can't tell your kid 
oh, <coughs> you got to get up and earn your, you know, earn your way through this life when you don't have a job, you're unemployed, yeah, and you know you're you're milking the system for your life, huh. for your lifestyle. I'm not saying whatever that that's one whole other other topic. It is what sure. it is. I'm not saying that's good. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying you can't double talk. Like well, you yeah. can't say you can't. You just can't tell somebody. And I'm not talking about again extreme things where you physically can't make it happen. Sure. No, if you're a physically able person, healthy person, you can make it happen. But yeah, do as I say, not as I do. Is not a, right. It's a very short term mantra that you, you right. can follow. Because exactly. Then they're, like you said, they're going to see your your actions and not believe any any word you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's almost I, like when you when, when somebody's telling you, yo, you should get this. This is top of the line. This is this. This is that. Like they're they're selling it to you. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you go to look at them like, wait, why don't you have it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So why are you selling this to me if you don't have it? Then? Yeah. What, what's the purpose of that? I can't rely on what you're telling me because you have no idea. You don't own it. You don't have it. So how are you going to tell me that I should do it yeah, or I should it's, buy it? It's preaching and pitching uh, yeah. a falsehood. Sure. It's dude. It's literally like the same thing as like Goose. We talk about this all the time, like fake jewelry or whatever, or or on on social media these fake lifestyles oh, that they don't really live, but they portray this image. Like okay, for example, and you know, and I have nothing against the guy, but it was just this, and, and I don't know how true or not true it is, but there there's a uh, a rapper slash actor by the name of Bow Wow. And he, he, you know, had a lot of, you know, a huge reputation, very successful in the music industry, became an actor, very successful in the acting industry. And for whatever reason, I'm not, I'm not saying is allegedly how true or untrue this is. Among other celebrities, they post their lifestyle, what they're, li- what yeah. they're quote living like, li- living life like. And he had posted something about allegedly. A posted something about him being in a private jet or something like that, flying to yeah. you know some event or whatever. And apparently, someone took a picture of him, and there he was like in like just like a regular, he was in a regular aircraft, aircraft commercial airplane, yeah, with everyone else kind of thing. Uh, How true or untrue that is, his reputation got demolished off that. Absolutely, literally demolished. That like, just that, that one, one thing, thing because that's all it took. Right. Now, if that was fake, in my opinion, I don't know if, if that was really fake, I think it would have came out and immediately been shut down. But it never really got shut down. It kind of just stayed floating on social yep. media okay. space. So it's like, okay, I guess this is true because, yeah. um, you know, because a lot of lies are said and a lot of sure. made up stuff. Yeah, absolutely. But I think it's just the same way. I think it's just a smack back in your own face. Like all the stuff you've been lying about, what if it was a lie? It almost matches who you are then. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, if you're absolutely. always making stuff up, you're always, you know, lying. So for someone to make up and lie about you, isn't that what you deserved anyway? Yeah, because that's what, you, well, that's the, yeah, that's what you've the, been doing. I mean, I'm not wishing that on people, but I'm just saying, like, that's how it works. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm I'm reading the the hero by Rhonda Byrne, um, literally for the second time in one week. Remember, I talked about this. I read six books in one week, right? And it's like how how what are you doing right Mm. in that book they're talking about being the hero Mm. right literally well that's the title of the but it's saying like you're the hero of your own life and you need to live life you you need to live your life so tying all that in with this whole social media thing pretending or portraying something rocking all this like fake jewelry fake whatever 
you realize that all that fake stuff that you do will then manifest into other fake things in your life. Sure. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. If you're true and you and you're wearing or you're doing like real things, and this has nothing to do with jewelry. Like I'm saying yeah, yeah. jewelry because it's an easy example. But if you're inauthentic or versus authentic sure. with stuff, that's what's going to come back. So if I if everything I wear is real and is a real deal, in theory, everything I should get in return and portray every it's just real. This is truly who I am, yeah. right? Versus if I'm rocking this huge ass gold dookie chain and it it's a fake plastic, John, mm. right? And <laughs> but I want people to think that it's real. That's yeah. what a difference yeah. is. Sure. Where I want you to think it's real. So now. That's a psychological thing. So what else are you portraying out to the world that you that you're faking, right? That right, you're sure. pump faking. That you're you want them to think that I'm, oh I'm really living this way. Like right, they should yeah. know that, right? But you're not really living. See, here's the problem. That goes back and now affects you. You're jipping yourself off because now you're the one who made up that, and now you're living with the fact that, like I don't really live like this. Yeah. I'm a liar. I make things up. I'm fake. Yeah. And that now is going to eventually come out in some way. Yeah. Because you have right. to upkeep that facade. Right. But then you know in your in, in your mind, you know you're lying though. Yeah. You're, you're the one that's dealing with so it, So you're slowly right? eating away your own ego yes. and pride and all that. How you try to build your pride by showing off, you end up reset. Like again, it comes back. Yeah. You're eating your own yeah. pride because you know this is fake. This is false. I don't. I don't feel genuine. But if I everything I do is genuine, I I feel that is genuine, and I feel like wow, what I'm portraying, what I have, everything's real. Then I have nothing to hide. You know, sure. the truth to set you free, right? Absolutely. I have nothing to hide. Like this is truly who I am, right? I mean that that's in theory, that's how it operates. And then I've seen it in real life. That's really how it operates. Yeah. I've done both. Yeah. Um. But going back to uh, Rhonda Burns' book. The hero, it's a it's a spinoff, you know, the secret mm. off the power, the magic. The hero was the last one. So the hero is that we all go on this journey, but you are you you are your own hero of your story. Mm. And people don't understand. And the reason why it's said to that is so you can realize how powerful you truly are. You're not here on earth literally to work a nine to five, live for the weekends, and that's it every <laughs> single day in and day out. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you're kidding yourself. Mm. There's no point in that, right? So it's saying you have to, because people think it's like, well, it's too hard, or um, it, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's too painful. When the reverse is more true, it's more painful to hold all those dreams and all those abilities inside and not actually apply them for the rest of your life. Hmm. That's harder to deal with. That's the crap. That you tell yourself, and now you got to eat that every single day. Just like the person who was saying, though they have like a Lamborghini, blah, 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 and portraying this. Meanwhile, it was just a rented car. Yeah. Right? It's not really yours. There's nothing wrong with running a Lamborghini. But don't also take ownership like that's your Lamborghini. Yeah. Say, look, look what I run it for the weekend to have fun. I think people respect that more saying like, yeah, yeah. that's cool. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, absolutely. that's dope. I got to do that one time. Yeah. You know, just feel. Absolutely. Why would I drop two hundred fifty thousand dollars? Why not not test it for, it for the day. whatever a G? I'd rather test it and like, okay, I really don't like this. I don't even fit in it. <laughs> rather yeah. than spend two hundred fifty thousand dollars, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. that's more real. Me saying like, yo, I rented it. Yeah, that sucks. I, that's not what I thought it was. Tiny as hell. Because again, here's all perception. Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. 
But anyway, so we got to be the heroes and being the hero of your own life is being accountable, dependable, reliable to yourself. And then you could be that person that people can count on as like your kids, family members, friends, you know, your boss, everybody can count on you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then you could be that that person. Like, this doesn't matter. What this person's going through, I can depend on them. That's mm. a dependable person. All right, so so the last thing. Um, what does what does being truthful have to do with being a dependable person? I think you literally just said yeah, that. I think, yeah, I think we kind you of answered that. Down head. Yeah, I, th- I think the... Um, <laughs> You know, being truthful obviously it goes back to what you know what we just said. With you can't, you can only lie about something for so long to it end up basically catching up to you. And at the end of the day, you're only hurting yourself. Yeah, yeah. And you can't be not reliable, dependable if you're not trusted and respected. Right. There you go. All right. So there you have it. Um, we like to wrap these episodes up with quotes, and the first one is by Tim Schaefer. If you're not loyal to your team. You can get by for a while, but eventually you will need to rely on their loyalty to you, and it just won't be there. Hmm. And the second one by Roy Smith. Cultivate dependability, and you will always have responsibilities. That's dope. That's a little accountability quote there uh, by Roy Smith. All right, folks, so there you have it. Counting on you. In this episode, the crew talks about their thoughts on being a reliable person. We cover topics that range from our dependence, beliefs, support, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Tim Schaefer and Roy Smith. Thanks again for joining us. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, jimmyleevelez.com. Follow the blog. If you have any inquiries or questions you would like for us to answer on a future episode, uh, just email us at info at jimmyleevelez.com. And on behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. And until next time, adios. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Thank you for the love and support. We truly do hope you enjoyed the views.